Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to a very special episode of Chatsunami. My name's Satsunami and joining me today is a well-known wrestler that you might have heard on the channel before. It is none other than the one and only, well, one of many stars, but I like to consider him as the star of Acme Comic Con. It is Martin McAllister. Martin, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and an absolute pleasure to be talking about our topic today. Yeah, we actually did something a little bit different for this episode. So, as you all may know, listening at home, we are building up to the beginning of Season 4 of Chatsunami. But in between, we thought, you know, rather than twiddle our thumbs, we better go out the house, we better actually do something. So, for the first time ever, we took ourselves out and we decided to do an episode out in the field. And, yeah, it was an experience, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something a bit different. It was Acme Comic Con this weekend. We both went last year, I think we spoke about it on the show before, but this was a chance to have a wee shot of on-the-site reporting. Because you and I, how long has it been since we've started going to Comic-Cons in general? It has been years, hasn't oh, it? Oh, well, yeah, 20... I want to say, like, 17, 18 or something. I can't even remember it. Oh, no, I do know way earlier than that, because I'm, I'm forgetting we used to go to the film and Comic-Con, which had a different name originally as well, which I forget. But, yeah, that was a long... Yeah, maybe 2010. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to age us up here, but... <laughs> We're veterans of the scene, as it were. (laughs) Yeah, this weekend, as you said, we went to Acme Comic Con at the Glasgow SEC. And I have to say, it is always so nice to see it so busy. Because, you know, obviously, during 2020, 2021, the Comic Con scene was very impacted for obvious reasons because of the lockdown, wasn't it? So not many people were able to come out and enjoy. Yeah, and it's one thing I think really special about Acme Comic Con in particular is they're doing an extremely Glasgow focused. It's very much Glaswegian companies that make up the Comic Con. Not that any Comic Con doesn't do that, but you know, the bigger Comic Cons certainly tend to get in bigger brands. Well, this is very much, it's like local artists uh, that make up all the shops, you know, they've got local cosplayers into the competitions and they've got, you know, local uh, wrestling. And so it's a really ground up convention, which I think is really amazing and to get the support it does is brilliant. Because before Acme Comic Con, I think the year before it, or maybe before the pandemic it was MCM wasn't it in Glasgow and then they shifted the last year to Acme I think Acme's like its own brand separate from MCM MCM just don't I don't know if they just don't run Glasgow anymore I don't really know what the difference is but yeah there was definitely a gap in the market there for them they knew they couldn't afford the fees for you wrestling there (laughs) so they they just had to pull out and go back to London must have been must have been (laughs) and of course that brings me on to a lovely segue because as I said before you and the amazing wrestlers of the Iron Girders gym were wrestling at Acme Comic Con and I have to say it is probably the first Comic Con I've seen with a wrestling ring inside of it <laughs> and it's not just inside of it this is what's so baffling it's not just inside of it it is right in the middle of the hall which is so brilliant and I think it shows a real trust in what we bring to the table like it shows that people want to see us and the organisers want people to see us so I think it's really cool yeah we are right in the middle of the SEC hall and yeah Iron Girders gym we were there both days 
lots of shows, so many different wrestlers were on. We got to do all sorts of amazing things. There was panels, meet and greets. People got their photos taken with the belt and things like that as well. It was just an amazing time. As I had a fantastic time. As you mentioned, we've been going to Comic-Cons for such a long time as fans. So to go in as a member of staff and to get to show what I'm best at on a stage like that is really incredible for me. And yeah, I can be Comic-Con provided that space right in the middle of the hall. There are, there's other, other conventions that do have wrestling, but I think Acme does it the best for us. Right in the middle of the hall, we had Smoke Machine. We had a Smoke Machine as well for entrances. Just a fantastic time. Because I have to say, you cannot mistake the noise of the ring. <laughs> That's what I was joking to you about before we started recording. My girlfriend and I, we went to Acme Comic Con together and she was helping me with the interviews and things. And immediately, as soon as we walked in that room, all you heard was the thud of some poor wrestler <laughs> just smacking against the ring. And I thought, yeah, they've got the wrestlers back. Definitely. <laughs> and I mean, it must be an amazing experience for you as well, because I have to admit, I did notice that there were a lot of, in particular children, of course, with their parents were coming up to you and asking for photographs with you. Yeah, it was really nice. I think a lot of, especially younger people, don't know that there's other wrestling out there, apart from, you know, what they see on TV. So things like this Comic-Con, you know, their parents will bring them along and they'll run about, want to see everything, and all of a sudden there's wrestling, they like wrestling, and they get to see these new wrestlers that they've never seen before. And it's not just children in that sense. I've had a huge uptick in uh, social media engagement literally just over the last two days. Uh, tons of people, new people have been following me across social media, so that's been really cool. But yeah, just that, if people don't know it's there, they can't find it. So as soon as someone might be there for something else, I'm like, oh wow, there's wrestling right here in Glasgow. It's really cool, yeah, especially for the younger kids who might have only ever seen it on telly to get right up close to the action. It's really cool. And I mean, I have to say, all the heavy hitters of Angerters are there. You know, you had Levi, you had Molly Spartan, you had just so many amazing wrestlers beyond yourself of course you know, <laughs> I can't undersell you but there were just so many highlights there in terms of wrestling fans and something I found interesting as well was just the fact that how and I mean this in the best way possible so <laughs> any Iron Girders wrestlers listening please don't beat me up send all your grievances <laughs> to Martin please yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. don't have enough problems with him is it <laughs> <laughs> but it does adopt quite a geeky theme, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I messaged you before the show and I said, have a look for tattoos featuring anime. I think I said this day, or like anime and various things. And I reckon there's about, out of the rest, there's like maybe half of them have anime tattoos. <laughs> there's a big crossover. I think it's that if you become a wrestler, you're usually into some, obviously wrestling itself is kind of bonkers, but usually into other sort of weird and wonderful things. Things like comics and anime seems to be pretty high up on that list. Because I have to say, I didn't catch all of the matches but I was catching up on social media to see like the ones I missed of course there was your one where you were dressed up as Ash Ketchum there was <laughs> Team Rocket there there was someone who won dressed as Spider Gwen you know there was all these amazing costumes because I remember last year was there not like a huge cosplay match yes so we kind of did that but we wanted to amp it up again this year so we had a proper big scrap with it all um, I do have a very quick segue to tell about this particularly about this match because it's a very fun story. The voice actor for Brock and a couple of other characters, but in this case Brock from Pokemon was there at the convention as a guest and during the day he ran into our friend Kat who was dressed as Officer Jenny. So they got chatting over that. Kat mentioned that she was with the wrestling and a few of us were going to be dressing up as Pokemon characters later. Needless to say he actually watched that match so he was filming a bunch of it so 
I was dressed up as Ash Ketchum, hitting people in the face with a big Snowmax toy in front of the guy that voices Brock for the show. I don't really have a punchline for that story, other than it's just such a weird set of words I just said in a row there. So I take it that wasn't on your Acme Comic Con bingo card or anything? <laughs> getting watched by Brock while you bet <laughs> Team Rock up <laughs> Absolutely not. One of the many unbelievable things that happens in wrestling and in Comic Con, so when those two things cross over, you're bound to get something ridiculous happening. That was probably mine for this year. And I mean, to be fair, you all did absolutely fantastic. From what I saw of the matches, they were just so well done. They were engaging as well, because that is something I have to admit, I do laugh at. And not in a haha look at that way, but more in a that's amazing to see the support that you're getting, where all the kids, all the adults, they are just so invested in the matches. You know, they're cheering on their favourites and everything. I remember at one point, I think it was you actually, and I hope you don't mind me outing you in this one, where <laughs> I think it was Levi's match where you started cheering them on, but then everybody started cheering along with you. And it just, it was like a wave of support. It was just, it was amazing to see that sense that nobody was bored. They were all really engaged. They were so supportive. And it is, it's just amazing to think that even if you're not into other bits of Comic-Con and you're like a huge wrestling fan, that was one of the one things that you could say, oh yeah, I'm all for this. Yeah, and I think probably something I'll bring up later, but that's something that Acme Comic-Con in particular is doing really, really well just now. But I think I'll chat about that later because there's a couple of things I want to bring up. But we did manage to interview a bunch of the wrestlers as well as just me just now. So do you want to hear what they had to say? Let's go for it. Can you just introduce yourself? Who are you? Hi, my name is Molly Spartan. I am a professional wrestler and coach at Iron Girders Gym in Glasgow. And just to ask you, what is your favourite thing about Comic-Con? The utter lunacy that comes with a Comic-Con. Uh, each Comic-Con you ever go to, not one is the same. Acme has, for, well obviously special for ourselves, uh, Iron Girders, Acme is probably one of the only cons that puts a wrestling ring in the middle of their con. So that's exciting that there's entertainment and it's not just like, oh look at this thing and here are people dressed up, which is great. I used to <laughs> cosplay a lot myself, in fact, got involved with Comic-Cons back yeah, years ago by hosting cosplay comps and etc just because I was a massive nerd but at the same time quite confident speaking so they'd be like she'll talk I was like okay <laughs> but yeah no, it's one of my favourite things is just the spectacle that always comes with it you see the amount of effort that people put into their costumes but then you also see the amount of effort that actually goes into the Comic Con itself a Comic Con that has love put into it you can tell and it always brings back audiences cool. thanks so much Molly Spartan no worries Cool, I can you just quickly introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Chris Fotheringham, I'm one of the wrestlers at Iron Girders Pro Wrestling. And what's your favourite thing about Acme Comic Con? I do love the comic side of the stalls and seeing all the DC art around it all look fantastic. And the wrestling, of course, as well. It's fantastic. I see some of your favourite Iron Girders wrestlers all throughout the day. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hi, can you just uh, introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name's James Diaz. I am soon to be one of the biggest wrestlers in Iron Girders, but today. I'm just doing true, what can I say? What is your favourite thing about Comic-Con? What's not to love? Everything about it. I am a huge geek, I have been for years. We've got Doctor Who over there with the Daleks, we've got Star Wars, we've got the Batmobile everywhere. What is not to love? I love everything about it. All things comics. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. And thank you again to those fantastic wrestlers for sharing their thoughts about Comic-Con. So when I was about in the show, I was wrestling, obviously, and doing a bunch of meet and greets and so on. What were you getting up to? To use an anime reference here, I was like Fist of the North Star and just <laughs> wandering around with my partner just... <laughs> 
holding my bike and my bag in the other hand. Now, jokes aside, half jokes aside, I was walking around, having a look at the other stalls, and it's something you brought up earlier. You were talking about how Acme Comic Con seems to attract more smaller creators as opposed to like these big companies. And I have to say, much like any other Comic Con, because my girlfriend, she hasn't really been to many Comic Cons when she was younger, so I was trying to explain how they're all laid out. You know, you've got your anime figure stalls, you've got your replica weapons, you've got your bath bombs, your different snacks, you had a lot of charity stalls, which was amazing to see, and then you had your I don't know if you call it Artist Alley? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. I think that's the official branding for it, my Artist Alley or something. I wasn't sure if that was like con specific or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure but yeah you had them you had people selling their comics their books they are basically their different wares their pins stickers their own designs it was absolutely fantastic and as I said I was just wandering around with my partner we were talking to a whole bunch of different people there and we actually got talking to quite a few stalls of course you were there when we went to the Scottish Wildlife Trust all, and they are doing some fantastic work raising money for preserving wildlife in Scotland. They were doing absolutely fantastic. There was also Dogs Trust I saw there as well. There was a charity for cats further along and when we ventured into Artis Alley, there were two in particular that we talked to. We met an owner of Fox in a Shoe, ran by one Jessica Campbell and she makes a whole lot of things like prints stickers, pins, and I even got a, and I I know this is going to be a shock to you, Martin, I got a (laughs) Sonic sticker from her. (laughs) Yeah, I know! You got Sonic stuff at Comic-Con. I know, imagine, imagine my surprise. Scandalous. But yeah, the designs there were absolutely fantastic, and the other person we talked to was Megan from Delhi Dream, a sustainable clothing company, and she's also a Red Panda fan, which I think is what sparked the interview off to be honest <laughs> when <laughs> she saw my girlfriend and I we both had the Chatsunami logo on our hoodie and she was like oh is that a red panda oh, do you like them as well and you know I was like yeah here you go <laughs> here's some free merch with red pandas on it (laughs) so that was awesome and honestly there were just so many stalls and granted there were a lot of people that we did see but we didn't get the chance to interview but you know what will we just dive in and see what they had to say let's go for it so if you just introduce yourself please hi uh, i'm peter Uh, i work for scottish wildlife trust and uh, what's your favorite thing about comic cons seeing all the amazing costumes seeing some of the stuff from when i was a kid watching star wars (laughs) and things like that so yeah brilliant brilliant Right, thanks so much for your time. No problem. So can you just introduce yourself? So my name's Megan and I own a small company called Dilly Dream where we make sustainable fashion. And how long have you been doing that for? Uh, so it'll be two years on the 1st of October. That's amazing. I know, it's getting quite close actually. I know, it goes by so fast. I know, <laughs> blink of an eye. Yeah. And is this your first time at Comic-Con or have you been before? Uh, this is my second year at Acme with Dilly Dream, but I used to attend myself 
as a cosplayer. So I've, I've been doing that since I was about 18. What kind of cosplays did you do? So I was known for doing Shiaki Nanami from Danganronpa. Oh, right. That was like my bread and butter. Yeah. Like people <laughs> would come looking for me for that. It's just sort of anything that takes my fancy. I've got one in the pipelines that's going to be like one of the old Barbies I used to have and stuff like that. And like me and my partner used to do couples cosplays all the time as well. So. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. No, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> it's no bother. Would you be able to introduce yourself if that's okay? Yeah, sure. I'm Jessica. Campbell. I'm mostly known online as Fox in a Shoe and I sell artwork at different Comic Cons. I'm currently at my first ever one outside of England but I'm usually at Mega Cons and things like that in England oh, so yeah. So have you been to a lot of Comic Cons before uh, this? Yeah I actually have been doing them since, I'm not really quite sure but it's definitely been, if we include Covid years, oh, uh, it's been about eight years of me doing them now so yeah, I used to do MCMs back in the day now and more Mega Cons and just all like little mini cons and so I do Pony Con as well in Nottingham which is near me so that's really good. I'm doing that next weekend. And what's your favourite thing about Comic Con? Uh, my favourite thing about Comic-Con, honestly, it's probably talking with the other artists and getting to meet new artists, because when you're kind of on a table with other artists, you, you end up like making friends with your new neighbours, people behind you, and then you end up um, artists trade a lot and stuff like that. And it's just, honestly, between chatting to the artists and chatting to the customers, it's just really a nice experience. Everyone's happy to be at Comic-Con, so it's never like... Even when people have problems, it feels like Comic-Con can kind of like take a lot of them away as well. I get a lot of people telling me like their woes and then being like just excited to be here anyway. Yeah, so no, that's probably my favourite bit, I think, communication with everyone. No, that's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. No worries. Been lovely talking. And thank you to those amazing stall owners once again for taking part in the interviews. One of the things I mentioned earlier, I just want to bring it back up again now. I said I was going to talk about it later, but one of the things that really amazes me about Acme Comic Con is how many things are going on in terms of how interactive it is. Oh, yeah. I know it's kind of strange, but a lot of Comic Cons you go to, it will just be very much shops and guests, which is nothing wrong with that. But I think Acme are trying to go for something a bit different. I just got a list of couple things that they had here so when you walk in there's like a whole bunch of different photo opportunities and stuff they had I don't know which ones you got your photo taken with but in particular there's like the logo you get your photo taken with but my favorite was the barbie box uh <laughs> i got my photo taken in with multiple different outfits <laughs> <laughs> so there's various things you could get your photos with there was like a kids area next to that there was different stages so there's like a main stage that was sponsored by Heart the Radio Station but there's also two different creator stages that like had like open mics and stuff there's also like a gaming area and also the cosplay area so like just a whole lot going on so whenever I got any chance to go wander about those were the places I was going because there was so much going on at any one time and so I just thought it was really cool just like that interactivity of it all yeah, I have to say for the gaming area, I was glad they didn't try to pan it off as being like a retro gaming area. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, it's a gaming area, you know, people are playing Super Smash Bros, Street Fighter, you know, all of the ranges of generations of console, which was really cool to see. And tons of board games as well, there's a board games bit as well. Do you know, that really surprised me because as someone who, I mean, granted, I'm trying to hide away the shame of not painting my models recently. But, you know, I was really surprised that there were a lot of people, as you said, playing board games. They were painting 40k figures. And, of course, in that gaming area, you actually interviewed a very special guest. (laughs) The most special guest. I'm here at Acme Comic Con with Kratos. Kratos, what is your favourite thing about Comic Con? He's a strong, silent type. Thanks, Kratos. 
and thank you to Kratos for your interview. <laughs> the Kratos. The Kratos. The the one and only boy <laughs> of all time. <laughs> you think he would have said something like that, but he didn't have anything to say to me whatsoever. I'm not gonna lie, the editor in me was tempted to put in a boy, but I thought <laughs> better not, better leave the interview pure and untouched. Yes, you yeah. don't want to give any false words to Kratos because if he finds it out, obviously he will find you. So yeah, man a few words. And then the red panda lawyer will be up my backside, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're completely right though there was just so much to do there was also an emphasis on Ghostbusters as well which I find quite surprising but that was pretty cool you had the 501st Legion which I have to admit I was actually expecting there to be a bit of a turf war <laughs> because I saw that the United Federation of Planets was sitting right across from them from Star Trek <laughs> they were recruiting people and I'm like oh is it gonna be that I thought it's okay half of them are dressed up like stormtroopers they can't shoot they can't shoot straight they're fine <laughs> but yeah you had the Batmobile as well you had and again I posted quite a few of these pictures on the Chatsunami Instagram page as well of my red panda of course me of course yes for legal reasons that's a joke sitting on the quote unquote Iron Throne the set of Stranger Things wrestling a Dalek at one point <laughs> and of course sitting on the Acme Comic Con sign. There were so many photo opportunities there as well. One thing that I absolutely loved, and this is the perfect segue to the final topic, I think you and I can talk about that of course being the cosplays of Comic-Con. And most of them were absolutely fantastic. It's something that I have to admit I do love about Comic-Con seeing people just completely transform and feel so confident in themselves when they put on the cosplay. Absolutely. The fact that there were so many people there that were just all so happy, except for the Father Ted people. I mean, they were amazing. They were the last. Yeah, they were fantastic. Yeah, there was a group of people from the Irish comedy show Father Ted there just singing along. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. There was one cosplayer, though. I don't think I actually told you this at the time, but when I was walking in with my partner, we saw this dinosaur slumped against one of the pillars. And I was sitting there and I thought, oh, that would actually be quite a funny photo opportunity. And I thought, you know what? We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it later. Later, maybe if it's still there. So then we're walking along Artist Alley, and all of a sudden, this person dressed in a triceratops walks <laughs> by, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is not a statue!" Because they were just so still. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh yeah, so I- I'm glad I don't just plop a red panda on top of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was that close, I'm not going to lie, I was that close. (laughs) Of course, we also saw our favourite yellow tic-tac men, the minions, walking around. A whole group of them. An entourage of minions, some would say. What do you call that? I believe it would be a meme of minions. A meme of minions. And yeah, there was just so many. But actually, before we get on to the last set of interviews that we did, one thing that I just want to point out is that we didn't play the Comic-Con game. No. But I have to admit, I had it in the back of my head and I lost immediately. Oh, really? Well, I thought about Star Trek and then I completely forgot that there were a lot of Star Trek actors there. As far as I remember, I think there's three of them. There was one from Strange New Worlds, one from Star Trek Picard. In fact, sorry, no, 
two from Strange New Worlds and one from Picard. And I remember seeing one person dressed as the character Boimler from Lower Decks. Yep. And I thought, oh, that would be a good one to say. And I was about to say it. And then all of a sudden, the entire Starfleet Federation <laughs> came around the corner. And I was like, yeah, I'm bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, before we go on, do you want to explain the rules for this one? Oh, real quick. Yeah. I'll do my best. So the idea of the cosplay game, so it's called the Cosplay Stock Market, and originally it used to be a game we'd play, it was like cosplay bingo, and you'd, you'd try and guess what cosplays you're going to see that day, but ultimately it became quite easy because you would pick the ones that you're guaranteed to see. So you're always going to see like a Harley Quinn, you're always going to see like a Joker, you know, because just because they're such great cards and there's such an expanse of different versions of them. So the opposite of this is the game called the Cosplay Stock Market, and basically you want to try and guess a cosplay of which there'll only be one that singular appearance of one character and you get more points at the end of the day if you've only seen one of that character but if you get four you get less points for example so it's a really good game to try and figure out obviously a lot of times you end up with zero spots because you know you pick some obscure character and then you don't see them so you're allowed multiple choices what you're multiple choices so we usually do like three or five depending on how big the show is and it's a lot of fun because it also gets the thing where like people are running about trying to verify if it's the right character and all this and just like good stuff like that it's a lot of fun a lot of contests to be had and it's a cosplay stock market improve your comic-con experience for that <laughs> and on that note will we just dive into our final set of interviews let's do it so i just uh, can you just introduce yourself please hi i am joseph i'm currently cosplaying loki at the moment and i'm really into marvel dc and a whole bunch of other fandoms that are related to comics we just started as the father ted guys are starting to like sing behind <laughs> yeah that's the main problem i'm so sorry about them <laughs> On their behalf, they're part of our group. <laughs> no, it's okay. What's your favourite thing about Comic-Cons? Uh, mainly the social opportunities that it gives you. I love going around and taking photos of people and the amount of comics. My God, my collections are overflowing and I have no space left. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, can you introduce yourself? Uh, my name's Dale Robinson. And, silly question, but what are you dressed as today? <laughs> the 11th Doctor. And I'm assuming you're a big Whovian. I am a massive Whovian, yes. yes. Are you looking forward to the special next month? Yes, I'm really looking forward to it. Have you seen the trailer yet? I have. What did you think? It was actually amazing. And what's your favourite thing about Comic-Con? Getting to know people, getting to look at all the costumes, entertaining people and just being out of the flat for a while. Hi, so what's your name? My name's Gavin. And what is your favourite thing about Comic-Cons? Uh, literally you can find anything. Anything's possible to find at Comic-Con. Even a white tiger's old still in the box. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. So can you tell us who you are? Hello, my name is Cat Wolf, but today I am Officer Jenny. <laughs> and can you tell us a bit about your cosplay? Like, what did you do to make it? Um, unfortunately, I didn't make this. Oh, that was <laughs> a terrible question, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not very talented in the making department. Uh, my mum used to make all my cosplays oh. for me, so she lives like quite far away, but oh. yeah. What is your favourite thing about Comic-Con? My favourite thing about Comic-Cons, I have been coming since I was around 11 years old. When I was at school, I was bullied really, really, really badly, and I, I cannot emphasise enough how badly I was treated at school by the other kids. And I was quite a loner, and my only thing that I really had was anime, manga, and gaming. And when I went to my first convention, I finally felt like I belonged somewhere. People were accepting of me, and I wasn't being called horrible names by people. I was actually being praised for having a cool cosplay and enjoying the same things as people. And I could finally relate to others who were around me. And it was actually because of Comic Cons that I was able to get into modeling because I used to cosplay and it gave me the confidence to model. And because I modeled, I've been really, really, really lucky in my opportunities. I've got to be on front page magazines. I'm a wrestling interviewer. Um, I get to host panels. And yeah, if it wasn't for Comic Cons, I probably would 
be an extremely shy, very introverted person who never understood my true beauty. But because of Comic Cons and the people that go to them, I was able to understand that I'm not the ugly beast that the kids at school said I was, and that actually I'm just a little bit weird, and that's okay. <laughs> that's an amazing yeah. answer. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. And thank you once again so much for those amazing cosplayers and taking part in the Chatsunami interviews. So yeah, I feel as if this wraps up our very special run up to season four. And I just want to give a huge shout out first of all to yourself, Martin. Thank you so much for not only taking part, but of course helping me on the Comic-Con battlefield, as it were. <laughs> Always a pleasure. And once again, I just want to reiterate to everybody who took part in the interviews thank you so so much honestly i am super grateful because this was the very first time we have actually done something like this so if you hear yourselves in this episode and you want to give yourself a shout out then please by all means feel free to comment underneath our social media posts whether that is on twitter slash x at chat tsunami pod whether it's at chat tsunami over on instagram or facebook or or even YouTube, please feel free to let us know. It's been an absolute pleasure being on. Acme Comic Con was amazing. If you did happen to see any of the wrestling, you liked what you saw, you can follow I Anchor as Jim across every social media platform ever. And you can also follow me as Martin McAllister across every social media platform ever. I would definitely agree with that. Please go follow Martin McAllister. Amazing wrestler. <laughs> well, thank you. Amazing wrestler. Amazing content creator as well. Just honestly, go check out his stuff. Check out Iron Girders as well. They were absolutely fantastic fantastic and as i said before check out the scottish wildlife trust fox in the shoe Dilly dream all the people that we've mentioned in this episode please go check them out they are absolutely fantastic but if you want to listen to more of our episodes and the run up to season four then you can check us out on our website chatsunami.com if you also want to check out some of our bonus content you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash chatsunami where we've got a whole range of exclusive episodes and bonus content i also want to give a huge shout out to our pandal patrons robotic battle toaster and sonia thank you so so much for supporting the show but until then stay safe stay awesome stay hydrated and most importantly see you in season four Welcome to Shatsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Shatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's sounds like your cup of tea then you can check us out on spotify itunes and all good podcast apps as always stay safe stay awesome and most importantly stay hydrated